Hi, and welcome back to Chill With Us. Today, um, I have a special guest slash co-host because it's just me. Gabby's on the podcast today, so welcome. Hello. Hi. Thank you for um, sharing your time with us because time is precious. It's because you're old, so it's precious. Yep. running out. Thank you. <laughs> I remind me, I don't know if I've said it on here before or... Maybe, I don't remember who I talked to anymore, but I was thinking that, you know how like we celebrate kids' birthdays and it, it's yeah. like a big thing, you know? And then when you get older, that kind of like starts like... It tapers off. Yeah. I feel like we should celebrate old people more because it's like, fuck that, you made it. Like <laughs> They don't have as many left. Yeah. We should like be more like excited. Like, fuck yeah. Let's like etch this in stone, take pictures, like puta madre with all the alcohol and the bad shit you put in your body yeah you should have been dead congratulations on making it this far you survived yeah i I think we should start we should start start a movement of like celebrating old people more yeah (laughs) still here damn it (laughs) Mm. oh sorry the gulps so i started gabby and i were talking um prior to me starting recording we're, we're, I feel like we have like really um, like bad and good experiences at like haircutty places, um, and then it like uh, digressed into we don't return food at restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so tell tell me about your um, your haircut again, just because I think it, like people relate. Okay, so this was a few years ago. Um, I used to have really long hair. And then I got sick of it and I just decided to go and get it chopped off really short, like a man's haircut, except kind of long on the top, short on the side and the back. Um, But I didn't have like the balls to go for like a really short, like buzz on the side. So I just told her, you know, just short. And then the next morning I couldn't style it. So it looked like when a man's haircut has grown out (laughs) and it's all like unkempt and like sticking out the sides. Gabby's it reminded making- me of, of, of my dad, how he used to look when he put his baseball cap on. Like the his, like, flyaways under. Yeah, all the flyaways, like, like Albert Einstein type of hair. <laughs> and I was looking like that, so that I went back that day. And I was, you know, it was the same, the same stylist was there that had cut my hair the day before. And I was like, you know what, this is not working. Like, can we just shorten it on the sides? And she, you know, she did, she apologized for it. And then I went, to, I went she finished and went to go pay and she's like oh no you know I fucked you up yesterday like I'm not gonna charge you today and I felt really bad because like this whole time she's cutting my hair and she feels bad that I hated it and you had no idea that you're making no I wasn't no I wasn't being I was being friendly but I guess she still felt bad that I went back the next day you know and then I felt bad and it was really awkward and like sad (laughs) and she didn't want to charge me for the second haircut so I was like well if if you're not gonna charge me like at least sell me something so I bought like some like $30 bottle of like whatever product and I still tipped her on the purchase for the, for the, you know, whatever it was. That's what I was going to say. Why didn't you just tip her? But I guess that's a payment. So you have to make a payment to do a tip. Unless I just like hand her cash, which uh, is a little weird to me. Um, <laughs> maybe I should have just handed her the cash, you know, for her tip, but she, she might not have accepted it, uh, you know? Um, um, but yeah, it's like, I didn't, it was my first time I accidentally carried out on somebody. I wasn't trying to do that. And then I felt really bad. Accidental Karens? Yeah. I fucking, I've, I've like numerous times, like I, 
like way more often than like I guess a normal person would where I go get a haircut and granted it's like I've gotten like really short hair but like I'm talking about like just like oh I go in and I'm like hey give me a trim and then I leave and then I legit just like do more cutting at home oh you go and you fix it yeah because I they did because like like I like for a long like I usually have just like long hair and then people like they'll either like like I'll get bangs and and it's just like horrible just like horrible like type things going on where I'm just like oh god and or I've gone to other places where I'm just like just just chop off the length at this point but I don't have like I don't I don't know if like I don't have the balls or like I don't want to make people feel bad or like come on this is too like I don't want to like care not on people yeah yeah and and like go back and oh, you did a bad job at your profession like that's- yeah I, and you should be able to because they call themselves professionals you know they have um what's the amount of certificates mm-hmm. or certificates right that they're showing that their cosmetologies um completed that they should be good at this and then if if they really mess you up you need to evaluate in your head like did I indicate correctly what I wanted did they do what I told them and (laughs) is what I told them the same as what I had in my head you want and if so if you did communicate properly and this still fucked you up then I think you you have every right to go and be like hey I'm not really happy with this Um, and and like if I were in their shoes like I want the constructive criticism you know so like you don't fuck someone else up and then now in the the, you know we're in the internet age where if you go and you get a bad service you can go and slam them on Yelp or whatever yeah if if, you know if it happens and you don't like it but then they fix it for you and then you do like it the odds of that bad review are going to go away and you're more likely to not review them or give them a good one you know yeah, I was going to say, how many of us that. are reviewing for, like, good service? You're just, like, it's expected, so you don't. Right. Yeah. You only... oh, we, should make, you should, we should make an effort to write reviews for good. You know, yeah. I just wrote a really nasty review on Indeed of the last place I worked at. Damn it, Gabby, <laughs> don't carry it out. I just got hired at a new place. So I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> like, I burned that bridge. <clears throat> but, yeah, I'm like, maybe we should make more of a habit of putting out the positive, too. Yeah. And not just the complaints. Like when you have a good experience anywhere, you should also let people know about it. Especially if I think for like places of service like that, that I think like word of mouth is better than any kind of like um, marketing or advertising that they Oh, for sure. Yeah. But oh, that makes me sad <laughs> <laughs> that you left like, I don't know. I mean, I guess bad reviews. <laughs> I don't do it a lot. Like even if I get bad service anywhere else, whatever. But um. Like, indeed, if you're on there um, looking for a job or, or comparing jobs or whatever, sometimes it'll it'll have a little pop-up and it'll be like, well, how was your experience at blah, blah place based on what's on your resume? Oh. And I'm like, they fucking asked me and I answered. They approached and I answered. It wasn't just nasty, like, just to slam them. It was honest. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, here's what actually happened to me. It puts them in a very negative light, but it's the truth. I yeah. wonder if that's tied in to you know how like you like on social media like you can people can see what you like I wonder if people can see what kind of feedback you gave through your resume as opposed through through the company uh, they can't um indeed actually puts it on there like we're, we're never going to link this to your name we're not uh, going to link this to your resume and you ha- and they have ways like they ask you like what was your position 
and when did you work there? But you can omit that. So like, obviously if I put, I was in this position, there's only one of those positions and I was there such and such dates. Oh yeah. Um, you can take that out. I put it in because I'm such an asshole. I want them to fucking know it was me. Oh my God. Oh, it fucked so me funny. over so bad. And excuse me for the language. I'm, I'm really hot about this situation. Nope, a shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like if I can have someone avoid what happened to me go into that experience. I will because like I don't wish that on anybody and in, in my you know decades of work experience those were the worst two years of my life in a professional setting Shit. you know and I and I worked in customer service for many many years I worked in several call centers if y'all have experience in call centers you know that work is a, a certain kind of animal it's very stressful but this place dreaming what was just off the charts awful the one of like because I've had like you know numerous jobs in different industries and I and I think that working at the restaurant was definitely like in like in retrospect the funnest job I know that when I was there it was like heavy and and but I feel like as far as like stress and like um I don't want to say like job satisfaction because I don't feel like it had a lot but like just like uh como se dice like the effort you put in versus like what you get out like it like it was well balanced yeah it was the most oh, fulfilling cool. and the yeah definitely and like yeah it sucks like I feel like right now I can't hang at a restaurant but in retrospect it was the funnest job I think it makes a difference like um not only like the balance of like your effort versus the reward from it but also the balance of your work and your real life and then also very much the people you're working with yeah you know that's definitely if they don't know like if you're if you're all like you know messing around with each other because like hey this is this is really hard work we're all sweaty and we're all tired and we smell like french fries or whatever we're all in it you, you yeah. can mess around with each other and you can keep each other laughing or like commiserate with like the hard parts if you can be like real decent to each other i think that's cool that's true and it helps you like um I'm like, to deal with the stress because you're all under the same stress yeah that's true yeah and you're Leia that like yeah, that makes sense <laughs> like people that I deal with now it's not all the same like it's so many different departments so it's all different levels of stress and responsibility as opposed to like on deck at the restaurant everyone was hustling yeah mm. damn it that makes me hate things more <laughs> <laughs> okay but we digress so the point um of having um of having you on was because one like you went through this huge huge I don't want to like dip into your story because it's your story (laughs) but it was it was like you have a huge journey that I think that like you accomplished so much and um and I know that like there's not enough time to go into everything um but your like um health journey and I think that a lot of there's like so much um just on because of the internet, like eat this, don't eat that, do this, don't eat that. But I think that like from the horse's mouth, it's like, I think it's like better, you know, like yeah. easier to understand. And like, you're not gonna like, like there aren't any advertising and you're not like promoting anything. And it's just right. like, this is what it is. Real talk. Let's talk about the, um, <laughs> the butt oils. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Diet pills in the 90s. <laughs> I don't want to 
I hear about diet pills in the 90s. <laughs> so gross. Whenever I hear stories about like that whole like fat burning stuff and like, oh, may secrete oil or like whatever the fuck. I'm like, yeah. not worth yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'll just stay, like I'll just stay fat. Thank you. Yep. No, I'm good. Cheetos, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so without like obviously you can like talk about whatever you want and like to any like details or anything. Um, but um, tell you want to share like where you started. Obviously I don't want to know numbers because nobody's like putting anybody on the spot. I can, um, I can give you a number. That's fine. But, okay. But like, I guess like to like start it, it's like, I am like so like proud and inspired by like Thank what you. Like <laughs> did, and because I feel like like I know it's like um it was so much hard work, and it's not like oh you're so lucky to look like this or to have lost this weight. It was like no, you busted your fucking ass, and right. so, yeah, yeah. Um, because I think that like I know it sounds like super cliche. It's like it's not like a a thing you did. It's a lifestyle change. Yeah, that's right. So um, all right, give you the mic. <laughs> right. Um, so like a lot of people, I think have a similar story to how I started, you know, started gaining weight when I was very young, uh, sometime in elementary school. Um, and then I just steadily gained weight throughout my teens. And then by the time I was in my twenties, I was over 200 pounds. I was over 250 pounds. And then my early thirties, around 31, I was almost 300 pounds. Um, and I'm five foot eight for reference. For like the fitness people, like it matters, like how tall are you compared to your weight, okay. right? Yeah. So I, my BMI, which is an index of uh, ranges of healthy, health, healthy weight based on your height, my BMI was 43, which put me in the uh, class three morbidly obese category. There's classes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, there's overweight, obese, class one, class two, class three. Um, and just sorry, I'm gonna interrupt. I said we're huge, not like we're huge. I mean, we're so tall. Yes, we're yeah, we're large women, like Amazonian tallness. Yeah, I feel like I <laughs> put it into perspective because like we're all we're like around each other all the time. But when I see like average size women, and then I see tall people, like like you know third, you know from far away, and I see women that are like five, you know, like our oh, five eight, five nine. I'm like, damn, that lady is huge that's me <laughs> you're the same yeah and sometimes I see like women who are average height and I'm like I'm looking down like how do you live dude when there's survive like that are you okay dude when I stand like close to people because like ugh, like COVID aside I don't like to be close to people but whenever like people like sad next to me I'm like damn you're small and it's like nah bro like I'm average you're huge <laughs> oh. whatever man and that's funny because to you that's normal that's the body you know yeah height, you know but uh, yeah do you get, a little above average do you ever get old people asking you to bring shit down like in shelves at the grocery store Ugh. oh my god I have a really funny story about that <laughs> I had um I was at like the grocery store and I was getting water you know packs of water bottles down um I usually buy two at a time and I got like the, the big like 35 packs of like water bottles mm-hmm. and this lady was on one of those motor scooters like the, the shopping cart with the scooter yeah. And she's like, wow, you're really strong. I'm like, oh, thank you. And then she, she moved over to like a different brand of water bottle and she stopped. And she's like, oh, how am I going to get one of these? Oh, my. 
Was it my mom? <laughs> uh, could have been. She was like a white lady. <laughs> but very much like very, very mom kind of attitude. Like, ah, my you know? Hi, that would be nice. Hi, yeah. I was like, well played, lady. Ah, <laughs> uh, you totally did it. Yeah, of course. Damn it, Gabby. Damn it, Gabby. Good. You're setting a standard that we can't keep up with. <laughs> The rest of us. I'm getting older. I'm avoiding eye contact and pretending I don't speak English. Yeah, so, so, no, I cannot. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Interrupted. So um, you're in your 30s. I'm in my 30s. Um, so I had a series of wake-up calls that I hit snooze on, you know, things that I ignored that I shouldn't have, have ignored. Um, one thing was I, I was injured about 12 years ago. Um, I fell. I, I was trying to ice skate for the first time ever, and, and Mexicans don't do that. And uh, <laughs> extremely overweight Mexicans don't do that. You're not used to it. You, you grew up in the desert. It was not a good idea, right? I tried it, and I fell um, directly on my tailbone. Oof. So I, I had a fractured tailbone, and it took six months to heal. You know, oh, excruciating. You broke pain. your butt. I broke my butt, and then that injury would keep getting aggravated. Just from the weight I was carrying around, just to the oh, point where I was having debilitating back pain, that would wake up, you know, to go to work and wake up and I couldn't move. So I had to call out from my bed because uh, I couldn't move because my back hurt so bad. Um, but I started to accept that as part of my life. Just deal with the pain. Something I ignored, you know. And then um, in my early 30s, I went and got some blood work done just because. I went for like birth control or something to the doctor and then they do blood work all the time. And my A1C came back pre-diabetic. Oh shit. And I ignored that. I was like, you know, because we have such a family history of it. Like, Oh, everyone, my mom is like one of like 10 siblings and they're all diabetic. So instead of it, instead of it being a bigger deal, you just like, Oh, it's part of my life because my family yeah, I just figured it's everywhere. It's so common, especially in my family. It's going to happen. Like, it's, it's such a messed up mentality to have. Like, well, it's going to get me. Like, I have no choice. And it's type 2 diabetes, so you do have a choice. Um, and and this for sure is like, um, and I don't remember if like I talked about, I talked to a lot of people and then I forget who I talked to about like, a, like that cultural thing that we have where it's just like, you know, it happens. We're less fortunate. We get sick because right. you know we're immigrants. Yeah, and that that's not correct. <laughs> you 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 do learn to um, like acclimate to things you don't have to get acclimated to. Yeah, just because they're so common, like it doesn't occur to you that hey, no, I can save myself from that. And you can see, you know, how much that disease has has cost, like our loved ones how much they've lost to it because of that, because of not taking care of yourself, because of not, not taking it seriously enough to make a change about it because you think you cannot change it because no one around you has ever changed it. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that test came back like that and I still ignored that. Damn it, Gabby. Um, and then a, a lot of little things that are really inconvenient that are harder to do when you're very overweight that you don't realize how much harder you have it because you've always been like that. Mm. You have no, no uh, frame of reference to how it would feel if you were smaller, if you were 
fitter. So you accept that, well, going upstairs is just really hard. That's just, you know, like, yeah, like, like getting out of your car in the parking lot um, and trying not to ding someone's uh, car with your door. Mm-hmm. That's just part of your life. Shit you know, that little things that you just accept and then you know eventually they're just they're just very normal to you and you don't even think about it yeah you, you have nothing to compare it to yeah that makes yeah. Sense. no from a restaurant yeah yeah so um there was no big wake-up call that just that just told me like this is it like you gotta do something it was a bunch of little things that added up and every once in a while i would read like how to lose weight how to you know the best way to lose weight and the best way blah blah blah, blah. And the one thing that would always... When you're not looking for that, I feel like it's always there. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. And they're, they're tossing it at you. Like, try try the vinegar and try, you know, these these fat loss pills and, and do burpees and all this shit. Um, but the one most common thing that would come up most frequently was calorie control, which now it seems so fucking obvious to me. Like, no shit. <laughs> you know, but back then it just seemed like like rocket science. Um, but I found, you know, several like articles and things, um, that talk about, you know, what metabolism is Mm -hmm. and that you can actually calculate your current, your current metabolic rate, which is like how many calories your body just naturally burns just to exist, just Uh to be alive. I was like, okay, so what does that mean? So you put in your height and your weight, your age, your gender, and then it'll give you a number, right? And there's online calculators that'll do this for you for free. Okay. And then it'll say, okay, just eat a little bit less than this calorically. So you do have to count the calories that you're eating. Okay. You eat a little bit less than this every day for, you know, some period of time. It'll tell you how much weight you can lose in that time. Literally not doing anything, just. No exercise, just controlling those calories and just with a small deficit. You know, you can, you can do a big deficit. There's like a safe range. But then it's going to be up to like, how much less can you eat without feeling like you're starving and Thank rage you. monster, you know, because like, if I do my carbs too low, like instant bitch mode, you know, you that's have to figure out what's best for you for your body. And no one can tell you that. That's one of the things that I was going to touch on that there's like, so there's the physical aspect of things and being physically healthy, and then how either but both the process and the results affect you emotionally yes. and mentally. And I think that there's so, there's so much more, um, uh, there's so much more related than people make it out to be, you know, you, you talk to people who've just like been fit forever or haven't like had to go through any like major life changes where they're like, what, just do it. What, just do it. And you're like, no if like it was like that and everybody would be the you know the shape they were they want to be there yeah. wouldn't be people dissatisfied with their bodies yeah it's a lot more complicated than people admit or can even fathom you know yeah yeah and it's, and, and it goes the same way like we're talking about like accepting the negative things there's people who do have it easier just because they haven't gone through things and they think it must be this easy for everybody yeah, you don't again, no frame of reference. You're like, how is that so hard for you? Why don't you just do it? There's no it and I think that I mean that's a whole can of worms with like like uh, people that have never experienced racism, people that have never experienced and and I get the backlash on that because so often when they're like, Oh, but you're so light skinned, you know, you didn't, you know, you haven't run into things. It's like you yeah. 
I'm like, I'm not saying that, oh, it's worse, you know, like, obviously, I'm not saying that it's worse, but it's like, but you experience the, you're too brown for the white people, and you're too white for the brown people, Yeah, you know, it's like, and the whole nother kind of worms. You don't know someone else's experience, and you can't dictate to someone their experience. Yeah. You can't tell someone like you, you need to get over it or you didn't have it as bad. You don't fucking know. You didn't experience my life for me. You're, yeah. You're not. You a, have no leg to stand on. Like, don't give me an opinion on what I lived through. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like the, one thing I definitely want to touch on was that, that emotional aspect of it. Um, especially if you're just starting out um, and, you, and you're making a choice to get healthier, to get fitter, never do that from a place of hating yourself Mm. or from a really negative um starting point because you're not going to get anywhere okay like you need to do it because you need to believe that you're worth it that you deserve a better quality of life you deserve to feel better physically and you deserve to feel better emotionally you deserve to love yourself oh i love it as as like fucking you know whatever that sounds it's it's a fact yeah no yeah I agree like I think that some of some things that sound cliche it's for a reason it's for a reason yeah yeah yeah. you know think about it like one one way to think about it is don't like for a for a couple of minutes put yourself outside mm -hmm. if if you don't like somebody if you see somebody and you fucking hate them are you gonna do anything nice for them are you gonna do something positive to improve their life no the fuck you're not Mm-hmm. So if you hate yourself, you're not about to put yourself on a good track for positive change. You're going to oh, put yourself on a that. negative track to self-destruct. Ugh. So, so, um, I hate home. Yeah. I feel like I keep tensing up. I'm like, I'm so full of like self-loathe. I'm like, come on, snap like, out of it. Go back. Like, I don't know. I know. I'm not generally that positive, but you know, um, the mindset you need to be in. And that's, I think that's, a huge part of it like you know that you need to be in that mindset let's get there yeah and and it's gonna be hard for you if you have a history of depression and you know history of that self-loathing attitude it's gonna take some time to change Mm -hmm. and the thing is um if you if you put it in an experimental way like i did like okay let me try calorie counting for a week whatever you know if it doesn't work then fuck it i'm just gonna stay like this and we'll just try it, you know, you know what's the worst can happen. And that's what worked for me. I was, I was like, not expecting very much. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, whatever, let me just change this. I'll, I'll make something different for lunch. This is my calorie limit. I'll try to stay under that as much as I can. And we'll see what happens. And then I lost four pounds in a week. Fuck. Yes. And um, that's not, that's not going to be constant. That's not going to be very common. Mm-hmm. But that, like having that little bit of success, just starting out, like flipped a switch for me. Like, fuck, yeah. I was like, fucking it. I have never been able to lose any weight. And I just fucking did this to the T, to the letter, and it worked. And suddenly, I, that self loathing went down. And you, you pride went up. Fuck yeah, dude. It was like a, a, it was like a success. It was like, okay, let's add this to the books. This is like pro cons. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm writing this one down. <laughs> there you go. And, and, you know, a small victory, like celebrate your small victories. Um, even if you don't, you don't tell anyone about it. Even if no one notices, 
you know that you succeeded at something and you need to celebrate it, you know, and, and just, just by allowing yourself to be happy. It's, it's one thing that I highly recommend is like, stop. I'm so fucking old. Like, I'm not trying to be cool anymore. I'm not trying to like act like nothing phases me anymore. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, man, if I'm happy, you're going to see me smiling or laughing or like singing songs. Celebrate your small victories. It's so funny that you mentioned that, like, you don't like, um, like, let's just be real right now. Let's, you know, say things. And Anna's going to hear this and she's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. She was, she messaged something like, like the weather's like, um, the weather's like depressing, LOL. And I was like, why are you adding LOLs if you're not laughing? Like, it's, you're sad. And I said that. I sent that um that gif with Homer and Bart sitting in the dark on the couch for join us. <laughs> join us in our feelings. It's okay to uh-huh. f- up and feel bummed out. Just like be in your feels. It's, yeah. Do it. Come on, yeah. It's 2021. It's like we're speaking openly about mental health and mental illness and not being okay. But Don't bro, none of us are okay right now. Yeah. Okay, stop acting like everything is cool. When you're falling the fuck apart inside, tell somebody. Yeah. Tell Don't somebody. try to mask it. And if you're not telling someone, then don't like, don't go the other end of the spectrum. Like, oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Don't don't fake it. Because you're just adding stress. The stress of putting up a facade is just adding to your depression or whatever you have going on. Draining. It's exhausting to put that up. Stop. Stop. And if you're not okay, (laughs) don't pretend you are. And don't pretend you're fucking happy. Just stop pretending. Stop with 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 the fakeness. None of our lives are perfect. We all have fucking problems. It's okay to admit to it. It's uh, it's it's that whole I think that um uh, one the way we grew up and we don't talk about like our feelings one and then two we're like the beginning of the social media era where everyone was happy on MySpace. Right. <laughs> like generationally we're pretty messed up cuz we're we're in the middle of yeah. a, a few different things. And yeah, social media um God, fuck it. It has changed my life for sure. I've learned a lot on there um, <laughs> about, about human like interaction and um, what do you call it? Like, like presentation. Yeah. So now, you know, I'm very careful about like who I follow on social media. Cause when I see someone who's posting all positive shit, like, oh, like, oh yeah, life is awesome. Blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. It's no. like, and- what are you trying to sell me? And one thing that's, that's basically my, my thought, like you're fake as hell. Like you're trying to sell me on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I, not like I post a lot of negative shit. Um, no, I don't post a lot. And one thing is like sharing. It's like you, like you said, like celebrating your victories. Good for you. You know, fuck yeah. You know, do it. And if you don't want to share the negative, don't get me wrong. I'm not like the biggest sharing the negative either, but at the same time, I'm not like, Hey, life is great. Right. Cause it's not it's like, good. I, I use Twitter a lot <laughs> and I would say about 70% of my Twitter is me complaining about shit about something that went wrong or something that pissed me off or made me sad reactions to the negative stuff in the news. Twitter's your therapist, Kim? Yeah. Oh, I tell Twitter everything. <laughs> She's my best friend. <laughs> Sorry. Then, but, but I do put, you know, the happy things, like, like the small things, like a couple of nights ago, I had the best night sleep I've had in years probably since before COVID started yeah and I just slept really good and the next day I got on um you know a video call with my writing partner and we got a bunch of work done and we're you know I just I just had a good day and I let Twitter know all about it fuck yeah dude 
would um, you uh, like in in that like talking like speaking of social media there's i've heard a lot of like when people are like um starting like a fitness journey and like they're like post things so that it makes you hold you accountable how do you feel about that that, that's very personal. That's a very personal choice. Um, one thing I do recommend is that you take before pictures, like when you start, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to post them, of course, keep them on your phone, keep them on your computer, whatever. Um, and, and if you're continuing your weight loss or your fitness journey, or, or people do hair transformations or, or skin transformations when they're working on acne and things. If you want to document your progress, take take progress pictures about once a month, Mm -hmm. even if you don't post them just for yourself, because especially on weight loss, the progress is so slow. It can get so, so where you're losing maybe half a pound a week Mm -hmm. or something like that. And it doesn't like you look at yourself in the mirror and you look the fucking same and you get so discouraged. But if you have a picture that you took today and you have a picture that you took four weeks ago and you put them together, the difference will be astonishing to you. And even if it's just for yourself, you'll see, damn, the progress might be slow, but it's there. And I'm making a positive change. And one thing about weight loss that everyone should keep in mind is that it's fine to go slow. Uh, You don't have to lose four pounds every week. It's not going to happen. Like when that happened to me, it happened two weeks in a row when I first started. Um, If you want to get into the scientifics of it, a lot of that was water weight. Okay. That had reduced um, my sugar intake. and, And the science behind that is a little more complicated, but I didn't lose four pounds of fat. It was, you know, fat and water. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it tapered off to where I was two pounds a week. If I was lucky, a pound and a half. And now it's like, if you end up losing half a pound to one pound a week, you're doing good as long as you're being consistent. But take those pictures. If you want to post every week, if that makes you happy, post every week. Um, so you think at, very at the very personal. least, those pictures for your own documentation are really important. Like, like to pictures. keep your... Because your, your motivation is going to dwindle. Mm-hmm. You can be really motivated at the start and then you're three weeks in, you're fucking tired and you just don't feel like it. That motivation is going to go away. What needs to stay is your consistency. Yeah, consistency. Just keep keep moving forward even if you don't feel as like gung-ho and like excited about it anymore. Just keep going, like make it part of your life. And I think that we um, like, cause we're going to get into like, because I know you, you had like a time period where it was like weight loss and then muscle gain. And cause you're, cause you're like a heavy weight lifter now. And I think, um, and maybe like I'm over speaking, but I think that um, pictures are both progress for the weight loss and for the muscle gain. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Also slow. It's not going to happen overnight. Take steroids. I'm kidding. Don't, <laughs> Don't take steroids. kids. <laughs> <clears throat> I actually had someone, uh, I have, I got a TikTok account. I don't post, but I look at TikTok a lot. And then based on who I followed, people start following you. And I had like a new follower the other day. It was that just, their account name was just buy steroids online. Jesus. I was following all these bodybuilders. <laughs> They're like, oh, let's sell this bitch some fucking steroids. Obviously she's in the bodybuilding. Come on. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Like the thing about progress pictures and measurements Okay. That body measurement is important because um, the scale doesn't know what it's weighing. The scale is going to tell you how much you, how much pressure you put onto it. It can be muscle. It could be fat. It can be other lean tissue. So um, I did put on some weight over, over COVID, which I'm not really happy about, but 
I'm bringing down that that self-loathing again. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like, Let's be real. You, you, you know how to work on this. Um, but the thing is, the last time I weighed the same as this, mm-hmm. I was wearing a jean size bigger. Whoa. Okay. So so the thing is that my muscle uh, composition went up. My body fat percentage went down. Even oh, if yeah. I weigh the same, I'm actually visually smaller. Oh, shit. Um, so that's, that's a big thing. Like if you're working on fat loss and muscle growth at the same time, measurements, take measurements, um, look at how your clothes fit you. You know, how do you fill out your jeans? Is it the same? Do you have a little bit of sag in the butt is, you know, is the waist a little weird (laughs) compared to how your clothes fit? Like if you're, if you are swimming in the clothes that you were wearing and you haven't lost any weight don't stress so much about the number on the scale (laughs) that means you're you're doing a recomp in your body and you're adding muscle while still losing fat um yeah a lot of people don't understand they just want to see the scale go down 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 um that's that's a really good way to to stress yourself out and put yourself into a a, another you know that bad self-loathing spiral don't want that yeah um where are we at? Um, so as far as my story, like I did do just the weight loss thing for about a year and a half. Um, well, you did it. So we, we were, so it was like no major flags until you're like, let's count the calories. And then you had that accomplishment in a week and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what motivated me to keep going for another week. Uh-huh. You know, and I was like, let me see how, how, how much can I do? Like I started competing with myself. Um, you know, can I I keep this up? Can I just, you know, and, um, I started feeling better physically. Um, here's one one thing that I really stress about eating vegetables. (laughs) It's not like, Oh, eat vegetables. So you lose a lot of weight. Um, eat vegetables so that your body will feel better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there's a major difference in how, um, eating like something with a lot of fiber, and some some good carbs will make you feel physically like in your panza, like um, you know, like you'll feel more comfortable, you know, maybe less bloated or maybe whatever, whatever. And you go to the bathroom, it's a little more comfortable, like not to get TMI on you, but <laughs> it makes a difference. We um, want healthy poops, that's all we, we want. We want healthy poops, you know, it's it's <laughs> hashtag you're, honestly, healthy poops. Your, your your digestive health makes a big difference on how you physically feel um yeah I I know it's like like I like I don't feel like heartburn is one of those things where it was like I just have heartburn that's all you know like I have heartburn that's something I deal with always have thumbs we're good because I'm not gonna stop drinking coffee let's be real it's not gonna happen nope Nope. Nope. death I'm not gonna stop eating Cheetos I tried the the hot Cheetos macaroni and cheese the other day it's pretty legit yes um it's not Cheeto flavor (laughs) Not my a recommended weight loss food, but what <laughs> <laughs> so like a, a it's disgusting if you really think about what it is, but it tastes good and it made me happy. <laughs> Give yourself a little treat once in a while. Like don't don't stress out. <laughs> um, but yeah, pay attention to how you feel. If you're having heartburn every day, there might be an issue with what you're eating. You know, on a regular basis. Um, it's one of those things you don't want to ignore, okay? Well, it could cause damage in the long run. Well, okay. So <laughs> finish that thought. So I was like looking up, like, I like, you know, it's like heartburn all the time. 
And I was like, you know what caused it? And you know, for like, you know, cut down on the coffee and blah, blah, blah. But as soon as I cut down on greasy foods, like stop with the deep fried, stop with the meat that has a lot of grease, like stop that. And then it was like, I think I like started eating oatmeal in the morning and like certain things to like, one, cut things out. And then two, let's like put some, some oatmeal in your bansa with the coffee. Okay. Right. Okay. And then no more heartburn. Yeah. No more. Okay, there you go. That, that, that's a big part of it. Like experiment with what's, how things make you feel physically and how you feel emotionally. Like your emotions are very much tied to your physical body because hormones are a thing. Um, oh, yeah. No. So, <laughs> I, if you're really cranky, if you're extremely irritable, but nothing happened that day to piss you off, life, think about what you ate. Uh, <laughs> like if you ate garbage, no wonder you're, you're, you're irritable. You're hungry. Your blood sugar could be low. You know, it, it's any, um, like a lot, a lot of things interact together that affect how you feel in your current moment. So if you can't figure out what's making you so sad or so mad or why you told your husband to fuck off when he didn't do nothing to you, um, think about what you ate. Oh, that makes me sad. Just, just be very conscious of like, am I hangry right now? And that's usually going to be the case. Hangry. Hanger. Hanger is a good indicator that something is up and you should maybe have a snack. Um. What when you um when you started um cutting the calories, were you being conscious about what the calories that you were consuming, what those calories consisted of, or were you just cutting the calories? Like- uh, at first it was just cutting the calories and I tried to increase the vegetables. Okay. Um once I had lost I'd say about 80 pounds, I um when I start muscle building, Hold when- can I just highlight that? Once I lost 80 pounds, uh, you know, just- <laughs> holy fucking shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, I had a lot of weight to lose. Um, but this, this has been a process of years. Okay. It started in 2015. Okay. So it's not like I lost a hundred pounds in six months. No, it took oh. a very long time. It. Okay. Like, let's put that. I feel like whenever we hear that, you know, like, fuck, it's going to take forever. And like, why even put the effort in like that time is going to pass anyway. It's going to come, you know, there was, you're going to have, you know, so why not? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's one thing people really, especially very young people, young impressionable people who want to do it fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. it. If it's going to take you six or seven or whatever years to get to a healthy point in your body, Mm -hmm. like you said, that time is going to pass anyway. So six years from now, you can be exactly where you're at. Miserable and unhappy that you could have done this six years ago and you didn't. Six years from now, you could be halfway to your goal. You could be at your goal or you could be in worse shape. Than you are now depending on what you do in those six years or you're you're digging your you're like digging your grave because you're so unhealthy and six years mm-hmm. from now may not be there so yeah like yeah. you might not be able to do the things like if if your plan to lose weight was to exercise a lot to do a bunch of cardio and you don't do it you just stay at this weight that weight is doing damage to your body right now it's damaging your joints um i'm i have me uh Popcorn. 
yeah, like popcorn knees. Like if you watch me go upstairs, you're going to hear my knees, both knees just like cracking at every step. My and that damage is not going to go away. That's damage that I did to myself and it's permanent. Yeah. And if I had stayed at that weight, it would be worse. Like at least I don't have knee pain now, but I probably would. Yeah. Least, you know. It's so funny because we've talked about this before, how like we'll squat with music on so that we don't hear the pop. Yeah, I need my headphones in to, to cover up the sounds of my body popping. <laughs> my body's protesting these movements. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. It's, no, dude, like this is relatable. Yeah. I guarantee that people are listening and they're like, oh my fucking God, that happens to me. Yeah. So, you know, talk about shit. Be real, man. Um, this is my squatting music. Ah. <laughs> it's like death metal. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds louder than the puffs of your bones. <laughs> um, I highly recommend it. it it'll, it'll pump you up and it'll get you through some shit and it'll cover up like the fact that your body's kind of fucked up. <laughs> kind of fucked up i'm there i'm there y'all like um despite my my progress i still struggle with a lot of things i mean but i it's like better struggling when you're doing something and not like you're struggling like getting out of the car yes you know like we're working towards something it's not just life fucking yeah uh, you're not just super uncomfortable and in pain just living your life oh for sure and, and yeah, just that's one of the most important takeaways is that it's going to take a long time. It's going to take longer than you want it to. It's going to take longer than you think is reasonable. So you're going to be busting your ass for a month, doing so good and like reducing your calories, working out. And you're like, I fucking lost three pounds this month. That was bullshit. You're going to get pissed off <laughs> with how much effort you're putting in and how little reward you're going to get. Not always. But oftentimes you're going to feel like this is not worth it. I'm not getting enough out of the effort I'm putting in, but keep going anyways. What, what kind of like motivation did you use when you got, when were you, when you were in those ruts where you're like, fuck, like I'm putting way too much effort. I'm not seeing anything. Like what, what do you use? Cause I know that it, it especially being like a constant, like this is my lifestyle. Like, what do you do when you get into that? When, when you're not happy with your progress, mm-hmm. when you're in that slump, um, like I said, the, the progress pictures that I had, mm-hmm. and I have them, um, I actually use a, a, like an app on my phone that'll stitch together two pictures. Mm. And I have that like, okay, um, here's what I took, you know, side by side comparisons. Like, I didn't think I could, I would get this far. And I did. Um, and the other thing is a little dorky, but I think it's a good idea. It, it works for me a lot. I kept one pair of shorts that I used to wear. Okay. And my biggest size. And if I feel like, 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 fuck, I'm not getting anywhere. Like, um, whatever. If you're, if you're getting into that really low point, go grab those shorts, go grab those pants or whatever. Keep one article of clothing that you used to wear. Fucking put it on. Oh, and look at how it fits now. Look at how much of your body is not there anymore. And it's, it's a big boost. Dude, like that's, um, that's so nuts. I hadn't even considered that. I feel like we all have like our skinny pants. Like this yeah. is what I'm at at my best or yeah. at my, you know, thinnest or my fittest. I never even considered keeping the fat pants too. Keep the fat pants, man. Keep at least one pair, at least to compare, <laughs> you know, at least for this reason, I, um, I kept my, my fat pants once they got smaller. I kept a few pairs of jeans and thank God I did because fucking COVID kicked my ass. 
and and I needed to go, get back into those pants, you know. <laughs> this has been Regina Georgie just fucking sweats and <laughs> just give up on jeans altogether. Go fit in it into anything else right now. Yeah, for for the most part, yeah. But like, I do have to go to the store sometimes, or you know, now you know, I have to go to work sometimes. So <laughs> my yoga pants are frowned upon in many establishments. So. <laughs> you guys let's make i was gonna say let's make yoga pants normal but no i really really don't like people in public with yoga pants and just don't get me started with pajama pants yeah take your nasty like sweaty ball pajama pants (laughs) off wash your butt and then wash your butt but exactly if you see someone out in public with pajama pants and you don't you know they didn't shower no you know they got all that like "Mm." i think that like there's like a few a few things i remember like that that dad would say to us that was like that stuck to me and like i mean a lot of things obviously but like things that that like i feel like on the daily i use is ponte unos pinches levi's get the cuesta it's the bare minimum it's the bare minimum pants Real pants. People are going to see you put some clothes on. Yeah. Easy peasy. What the fuck? I think there's a ghost. Huh? I think there's a ghost in here. Ghost? Yeah. I saw what looked like a... You know how you turn off a candle? And like you... like the Ah. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh my God, what's on fire? <laughs> um, you have a rosario? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um oh shit sorry but okay so i like that i like that keep a pair of your of your old old pants or old yeah but no like i said whatever works for you you know whatever's you know you don't have to tell anybody about it it could be just something you keep for yourself it's a progress pick. A little motivator Oh, let's call them progress pants instead of fat pants. Progress pants, yes, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, so we were talking about your nonchalant eighty pounds that you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> when I shed those eighty pounds. <laughs> it did take a while, you know. It did. It, it's easy for me to say now because it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was a struggle to get that to get there. Um, once. I had lost those 80 pounds. I decided I felt good enough to start um, a workout routine. Mm-hmm. But up to that point, oh, one thing I, I really wanted to mention was if you're just starting out and you want to do physical activity, it's going to help you to lose weight a little bit faster. But the majority of, of your weight loss is going to come from the calorie control, creating that calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be from your from what you're eating on a consistent basis. What exercise does, especially you know, people want to I want to run and I want to do like all this high impact cardio. All that's going to do is make that calorie deficit bigger. Okay, so it's going to help you a little bit to lose weight a little bit faster, lose fat a little bit faster. But I wouldn't count on exercise to be your main weight loss tool. So it starts in the kitchen starts in the kitchen absolutely so for for like a quick a quick comparison if you run for half an hour mm-hmm. on average the average adult person is going to burn about 300 calories in a half an hour 
if they're running consistently the whole time. And now it, it depends on your size, your current fitness level and everything. Right, right. On average, you're going to burn about 300 calories running, right? right? Or elliptical or something like at that kind of speed. For comparison, if you eat a slice of pizza, that's going to be 300 calories or a little bit more. Uh, you can eat a slice of pizza in two minutes. Dead. So to, to kind of keep that calorie deficit, what's going to be easier for you? Don't eat the pizza or run for half an hour. Yeah. It, um, it, it might be easy for you to run. That could be really possible for you. But for me, when I was that out of shape, running was out of the question. But also, uh, uh, that's another thing I want to touch on. Um, but, but in like, not like not everybody is a runner and just to, I feel like as soon as you say run everybody's like oh yeah fuck that mess just don't eat the pizza like yeah. I feel like it's very simple just don't eat that second slice don't eat you know like yeah um, moderate your intake I'm not saying never eat pizza I'm just right. like I used to eat um eight slices in one thing which is a whole medium pizza yes okay Sorry. I shouldn't be that was very normal brag about pizza nights you know you can still have your pizza, but moderate. Make sure, like, you're not eating until you're uncomfortably full. Um, but anyway, as far as exercise goes, you want to find something that you like, that you enjoy, and that you can consistently do without feeling like you're forcing yourself. Like, I love going to the gym. I love going there. It feels to me like, you know, some people go to church. And they feel fulfilled going to church and, and it makes their life better. It's part of their life that they really enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about going to the gym. Like I don't drag myself to the gym. I don't feel like it's a chore mm-hmm. because I go and I do the things that I enjoy. Be Okay. I was going to say, because you're doing like the specific workouts that, that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like for, like for me, it, it, I think it comes back to that conversation we were having. And I think, I think we had already started recording where it's like, stop trying Um, I think when I stopped trying to like be cool or fit in, or that's when I felt the most, the most comfortable at at the gym. Cause I feel like it's so intimidating for somebody who hasn't, or who doesn't go to the gym or who has never like gone consistently that you go in and you see like everybody's fit. Everybody looks like they know what they're doing, everybody, but realistically, nobody knows like, and I, I don't like, I don't want to throw percentages out there because like, I don't know, I've never like read studies or done studies, but I feel like a majority, a like big percentage of the people at the gym don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, that's right. They don't, they don't. So you're, I feel like there's a lot of intimidation with it, with like even starting to go. And, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, I was so worried about like, well, what do I work out in and what, and like what this or what that. And then as soon as I got comfortable that I was like, no, I have. <clears throat> two stretchy pants, two shirts that I wear. Yeah. I wear compression socks because my ankles are shit. Like, and like, I'm not trying to be super sexy. I'm not trying to like, no people that try to look good at the gym. Like, no, bro, my fucking run face is horrible. It's a right face. It's horrible. It's hideous. It's the worst, but I feel like it's not like, don't it's like your goal is to like look good at the gym and while you work out you're not doing it right you're not doing it right you're fucking around if you go to the gym with the intent of getting a picture for the gram oh get the fuck out of here here. dude i've seen like here's i'm kind of an asshole about this because it pissed me off in the locker room Mm -hmm. chicks 
And, and I just experienced it this week. I just went back. I just started back at the commercial gym this week. And I already saw my first chick taking a picture of her own ass in the mirror. Yeah. Doing that twisted around Instagram pose. You know the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to start putting my shit in the lockers past that mirror. So that if I'm passing by and someone's there taking a picture, I'm going to photobomb them. Because <laughs> that makes me so mad. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, no one wants to see a picture of your ass. You don't think that that's like, that's their progress pick. That's their. No, it could be, but in my head, it just makes me, it pisses me off. Yeah. It's like, because if you're getting fit just to post yourself on the internet mm-hmm. and that that's just, that bothers me. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying if that's your habit, I am looking down on you. But I'm not going to go and tell you, Hey, like that fucking sucks. Stop doing that. Do whatever you want. I don't know. Like yeah. So I'm asking you purposely because I know what your answer is going to be. You know, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you know, like obviously this might be a motivate, like a motivator for people. And like, that's your thing. Do your thing. But like, do it on your own time. Yeah. You know? It's like, the, I think it's like, um, like it's right there with like PDA where I'm just like, I don't care. In public. I don't care. Just don't do it in front of me. Just like, I want to see it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Face. Just, um, I know you do it. You have kids. You obviously suck face. Don't do it. <laughs> well, and that's okay. I'm going to make myself sound like I'm the one judging people at the gym, but that's the only thing that really gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that, that uh, I notice. Yeah. Um, and I, I do want to talk about like the gym intimidation. Yes. It's I don't want anyone to be discouraged from going. It's a, big um, deal. it's a big deal, especially when you, when you're in that, like the beginning phase where there's, there is that like self-doubt, self-loathe. There's like, you don't think that you're going to be, you're not, you don't think you're going to be able to succeed. So you don't even try it. So I'm not even going right. to go in. Right. You, you, that's it. You set yourself up for failure. Why? There's no reason for that. Um, and you mentioned going into the gym and seeing all these fit people. There's a couple of things I wanted to, to mention there. One thing is that if you're very overweight and your goal is to get fit and you go to the gym, I promise you it's not 100% full of fit people. You are only perceiving the fit people because that is your focus. <laughs> but if you really pay attention to who's really there, you're going to see a lot of people who look like you who look like you or are in different phases of their fitness journey, you know, um, so, but you're, you're not noticing everybody. You have a ton of vision. Yeah. You're going to see like, Oh, that guy's fucking jacked. And he's, he's looking at me. He's like, Oh, what a fucking fat ass piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. And you know what? That fucking Jack motherfucker over there is like worried about hitting his PR. He's like worried about getting two more reps. He's worried about his own shit. He's so absorbed in his own workout. He doesn't even know you're there. I think that's, that's like, a um, just in general. Cause I feel like we all, like, we see like, Oh, like we see people on, on social media, like post about, Oh, I got haters here or haters here. So like, I feel like we don't realize how self-centered and how selfish every person is. They don't give a shit about you. They're worried about themselves. They're worried about their butt looking good in the mirror. They're worried about yes. We're so selfish and we're so self-centered as like human beings that like, bro, nobody gives a shit about your failures or your successes, which sucks, but nobody gives a fuck because I'm too worried about mine. Yeah. Like take that as a way to like liberate yourself from those thoughts. Yeah. You know, I don't go to the gym to judge anybody. 
I barely notice anyone's there. Like, unless you do something that annoys me, like, <laughs> take like, If you get on the next elliptical next to mine when there's 20 fucking machines in a row <sighs> and you choose the one next to me, that's, I'll be like, motherfucker, fuck out of here. That's, Otherwise, I won't notice you. That's just rude. I feel like that comes back to. Right? To that last episode that we recorded, where it's like, bro, if you can, I'm gonna say, if you can smell my queef, you're too close. <laughs> too close. And that's your fault. <laughs> I will not apologize for my body odors if you're close. If you're too close, <laughs> if you can smell my body or something that comes out of my body, that is very much your problem <laughs> because you're too close to me. <laughs> Anymore without laughing. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to say about? The gym intimidation. Um, I think it, it was that. That we are, as individuals, very mm-hmm. self-centered. And the other thing is, you're over there thinking, oh, fuck, they're going to judge me. It's my first time. They're going to they're gonna know that I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. You don't know how many other people are there for the first time. And they're having the exact same thoughts. If you catch eyes and you think, fuck, like they saw me yeah they see me they know i'm here they know i'm stupid and i don't fucking know everything they're having the exact same thought they're like oh my god he made you know she made eye contact with me she's judging me like uh, now you're both freaking each other out uh, and there's no reason for it there's no fucking reason to do that just like go and handle your own shit like if you're doing it wrong fuck it yeah go fucking ask somebody if you see that big old jack guy doing something that you want to do Dude, like if someone, whenever someone comes and asks me like about what I'm doing, like, hey, you know, can you show me how to do that? Uh-huh. Oh my God. Uh-huh. That yeah. makes me so fucking happy. If you see someone that's doing something that you want to do correctly, don't interrupt their set. Right. You know, be, be courteous. courteous. Yeah. Be respectful. But yeah, like people at the gym are actually really friendly I, I, and they're, they're happy to help someone. I think that you'd be it comes back to like that whole like you know we're you know we're the most important person to ourselves you know and I think that whenever as soon as I I noticed that and I realized it and like me and my fucking self-help books you know to ask somebody it's like um the in like in the English language the word that sounds that makes you the happiest and that is is your name period like that's that's it that makes so, a lot of sense it's, it's so like yeah such narcissist. holy shit you hear your name and you're like oh you see yes. the name of a street and it's your name you're like oh that's, <laughs> that's me and whenever you ask somebody and I think that when you get there where you're like um you see somebody doing something and you ask them about something dude um compliment someone's car one day just hey like I like your I like your I like your ride or I like you know this holy shit like they notice me and I think the same thing goes for like the gym when hey like you your form is really without being creepy you know your form's really good can you help me or can you show me and people want to share people want to talk about themselves like Mm -hmm. in anything like it's it's like compliment the chef you know like people that people want to know people want to oh my god this was really good what did you put on it oh let me fucking tell you (laughs) let me show you what an expert i am you're exactly right yeah like that's exactly right ask my mom about like what she put in her tamales this time and oh oh, my god i tell you it's you'll be on the phone for hours so so i do i think like i'm right there with with i do encourage that like ask people 
Like how, oh, can you show me how to use this machine? Or do you know, or do you have time or like, obviously be courteous of people's time too, because I feel like that gym time is like, I'm going to be here for an hour and a half and I have my routine planned out and this is what I'm doing. So yeah, you're not there to train somebody for free. That's true. But you're you're not going to spend a lot of time. Like, honestly, if, if, well, how do I use, you know, this machine, it's going to take you maybe two minutes to show someone to give them some pointers and like if you're learning how to use a machine um for the most part no one's looking at you if you're using it wrong unless you're you're doing like something crazy if you're doing a leg press like on a on a bench press you know someone's gonna notice because you're gonna fucking hurt yourself um if you're doing something really crazy someone might notice but they're probably not gonna say anything they're like oh that crazy ass i want to watch them fuck themselves up they're gonna let you right um something <laughs> but if if you're on a machine and you're figuring it out and you you, you don't have like the courage to ask someone to help you mm-hmm. there's always on the side of the machine it'll show you a little graphic it'll tell you step by step how to use it what you want to do if you're using it one of these machines is just set the weight low start low get a feel for it and then if you're like okay i i think i i know what this is it's supposed to be working my chest and i do the press and i feel it where the little graphic show that you feel it then you're on a good track you're doing it right yeah and there's um a few pointers for some machines that that like if you're really about to snap your femur in half like say like on a leg press people really fucking love this machine i don't know why i hate it oh it terrifies the Uh, shit out of me what i've seen like the like the backwards like the gym video (sighs) yeah (sighs) so if someone sees you doing because we, we've all seen those at this point, you know, those gym where someone really hurts themselves. But if you don't know you're doing it wrong and someone notices, like they're going to say, hey, don't um, don't lock your knees out right here. Because uh, let me show you this video and this I'll show you why you shouldn't do that. Um, you know, if you're really, really, really about to hurt yourself, someone's going to help you only because it's noticeable when you're doing something very dangerous. Good. But if you're just doing something with like kind of newbie form, they're going to let you figure it out. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like that's probably like one of my worst nightmares. Like <laughs> if I'm working on a machine and somebody approaches me and tell me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> I know. Okay. That, that shouldn't be your worst nightmare. The, your worst nightmare should be you're on that machine and it staples you. Uh, okay. If you, if your bone's sticking out of your leg, then that's a little bit worse than being embarrassed because someone told you. Uh, okay. I think a physical injury should be a bigger fear for you than, than, than being public so humiliation. Yeah. Yeah. Public humiliation. It, it sucks. I got sweaty. Just it's scary. I got sweaty saying it out loud. That's fine. I get, yeah. Don't be afraid of sweat. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, something's happening. Don't be, um, but yeah, don't, don't be afraid. It's, it's going to the gym for the first time. Learning is the same as going anywhere for the first time doing anything for the first time that you don't know how to do it's scary and you're very afraid of, of making a fool of yourself especially if you have body shame about yourself it's worse I understand why it's so bad at the gym because mm-hmm. you don't know like you said what am I supposed to wear like like and then it turns out there's no standard for what everyone should wear like <laughs> some girls wear like the little leggings with like the butt the little ruching in the butt to make their ass look really good. Crunchy. Um, I wear yoga pants a lot to the gym, which are different from leggings. 
So just easy for me to move around in. You know, sometimes you wear joggers. Sometimes you feel like your legs look really good. And you want to wear some fucking shorts to the gym. Wear whatever you want. Just There's don't no let your titties hang out. Don't <laughs> let like anything. <laughs> if you can't control the hangage outage of the titties. Like if it's, I mean, covered. Cover it. If it pops out, then good for you. You got some knockers, you know, very nice. Everyone gets a little treat, but take it back in now. Breakfast one. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never had a pop out incident. <laughs> um, excuse me. Yeah. Your boobies hanging out? Got a little situation there? <laughs> oh, excuse oh. me. Oh, no, don't get yourself arrested with basically no indecent exposure. I like that. Um, you know, I used to be like, well, what if I have to carry on a water bottle and I sweat so much that I always have a gym towel with me? What? No one else has a gym towel. What the fuck is wrong with me? Nobody cares, man. I got this little tiny, tiny little like Puma backpack. Uh-huh. It's big enough to have my wallet, my keys and the jewelry that I take off when I go work out because I just don't trust people at the gym. So if I leave stuff in the locker, it's going to be whatever clothes I, I was wearing, you know, the stuff that if it gets jacked, I don't care. You still care? Or like my valuables, I keep them with me in a little tiny backpack. And sometimes I carry like my own like equipment, like little clips for the barbell that they don't have at the gym. Oh. Some people take their weightlifting belts, straps, whatever the fuck. And there's no standard. And no one's going to be like, oh, what's up with that guy with all this shit? You know, <laughs> that guy has a whole backpack, you know, full of stuff. Or this guy's, you know, as long as you're not making a mess for anybody else and you're not getting in anyone's way. There's no like um like set of rules of what of what is expected As or well. else they'll know that you're new or they'll know yeah. you don't belong there. Yeah. You're not one of oh, us. Get the fuck out. Oh. Don't be don't be so self-conscious because ain't nobody looking at you. You would worry a lot less about what people thought of you if you realize how seldom they do it. Yep. Yep. Don't so just yep. stop. I think so, I said it on here before, like what people think of you is none of your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do your thing. Yep. Like, like I said, I complained about the chicks taking pictures of their butts. Mm-hmm. Are they going to stop? No. no. My opinion is not going to matter. Like, okay. Go post your ass. I don't care. <laughs> go post your ass. If, if you're in my way, if I'm trying to get to a locker and I can't move past you because you have to get the right angle of your butt cheeks. <laughs> Then we're gonna have a problem. Is there then a- you're not gonna be my friend. Is there a wrong angle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like sometimes, and I understand sometimes like the lighting is really good. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the mirrors in, in some gyms. I had this one gym that I would go to where the locker room was downstairs, and the mirror made you look really skinny Ooh. in the locker room, right? <laughs> and then you'd go upstairs to the weight room, and the mirrors in the weight room made you look wide, like jack, like you know, and I, I think they do it on purpose. Sneaky bastards. Yeah, but it helps you with like, oh shit, look, like my tricep looks like it's popping out a little bit or like it was something. Like specific, it was a selfie mirror. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like oh, a yeah. mirror. These like are the selfie It's there mirrors. to encourage you to take a picture <laughs> and to tag the location because, you know, on Instagram, you tag the location. Yep. You're like, oh shit, well, this person looks really fit in their picture and where do they work out? Let me go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got That's totally on purpose. They got the best weights. <laughs> <laughs> they all weigh the same, dude. Um, yeah, go to the gym. Just go. If if you're not fit, if you've never worked out before, 
I also just wanted to mention that it's boring and nobody wants to hear it, but walk. Walk, like if you are used to no activity, mm-hmm. total couch potato, you don't work out, you don't know anything about athletics or anything, go for a walk. You know, if, if and, and I know what it's like to struggle to walk for five minutes. Mm-hmm. For that to be hard, and that's fine. It's okay because when you're already starting out, your progress is going to be really fast. So if you start out walking for five minutes and it kicks your ass, um, the next day you walk for six minutes and it kicks your ass at the same level, but you were able to go for six further every day. You're going to build a little bit more. And so that walking for five minutes is nothing to you. So now you're walking for half an hour. Now you're walking for an hour at a time. Now you're walking faster. You're, you're getting more mileage in, in the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Your progress is going to compound. You're going to feel great because walking, especially for the longer walk, 30 to 45 minutes an hour, whatever, mm-hmm. it gives you time to process your day mm-hmm. to, you know, if you can into a podcast, you can listen to music, you compress. I listen to a lot of music when I'm working out. You listen to my podcast, obviously, Gabby. I do. I, I use, I listen to the podcast when I'm, when I'm lifting. <laughs> when I'm doing cardio, I need something that's like banging in my ears mm. to take away the focus from the fact that my lungs are burning. Uh, <laughs> so, so focus on something else like I'll put on whatever like loud music and just have my flights of fancy I'll have daydreams about just like being in a marathon or being a Spartan race or like kicking someone's ass like getting in a fist fight whatever gets you through it your motivation that's yeah like, cool. like someone's gonna get like you get you excited and kind of take the focus off if you're uncomfortable doing an exercise, like take the focus off of that. And the thing about walking that I really like is that it doesn't feel like that. Once you get used to it, walking becomes very stress relieving. Yeah. You start to look forward to it as part of like your wind down, maybe running. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I still don't run. I've lost, I've lost over a hundred pounds and I still don't run. I've tried the catch to 5k so many times. I like, I like that your, your, I think that it puts things into like, uh, into perspective. You don't have to be a runner to lose the weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to do anything you don't like. You'll find something and you, you might have to try a bunch of things, you know, but I would, I would recommend for everyone to just start with walking because walking is just so good for you. And then, yeah, you might like walking. I found out that I really like the elliptical. A lot of people fucking hate the elliptical. Yeah, fuck um, And I tried the Stairmaster. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking machine es el diablo. Like, like I used to think that the elliptical was really bad. Because, <clears throat> you know, I could go for two minutes on the elliptical. And then, like, I hate that machine. Never again. <laughs> but I, I built up so I can do longer workouts now. And then I try the Stairmaster because it doesn't look, it doesn't look like you're doing shit because you can be going really slow. But and if you try to do the same, you try, like say you're used to doing 30 minutes on the elliptical <laughs> and you look at the Stairmaster like, hey, no thing, I'm going to get on that for 30 minutes. Holy fuck, you are not. The idea of going upstairs for 30 minutes is I can already tell you. No, fuck that mess. I, I would, I had the wrong perception. <laughs> I figured, you know, it's a similar movement. It's not a similar movement. No. It's it's a it's a slower pace. It's it's whatever. I should have fucking looked down at the machine, and looked at the sweat stains at the bottom of the machine. Because because I that's the one that really gets me. Yeah. And you're where well, you're dripping. 
you can be wiping your, yourself with the with the towel and you're still like drenched <laughs> and cool. i i do that i do that machine sometimes no must like i can no me gane yeah you're not gonna beat me so like maybe you know a couple times a month i'll get on there just to show it that i can and if you keep doing this like who knows like we're gonna have this similar conversation in a year and you're gonna be like the stir master ain't shit whatever yeah i could that could be that could be my my next progress goal it was your it was the same you know mindset you had about the elliptical and you made that your bitch that's true Ah, that's a good point i'm motivated now yeah i'm gonna try it tomorrow after work i'm gonna go get on the stairmaster yeah i'm gonna take a picture i'm gonna take a sweaty selfie and show you sweaty selfies yeah. <laughs> i barfed <laughs> there's barf stains on the too <laughs> oh god and there's still a lot of machines at the gym that i've never used that just look weird to me there's there's one that's like it has like like um springs on these pedals it kind of I can't explain it take a picture of it and then uh, yeah it just I've never been on it because I've seen the way people look and it doesn't look like a natural motion it's like your legs going out like this uh-huh it's I'm like what is that for what are you doing are you working out <laughs> I'm like yeah like I can imagine it might like work a different part of your legs or something and I just never tried it because it looks unnatural to me like like if you see a horror movie and someone's like walking like backwards like a crab that's what it looks like that's, that's the kind of like creepy like motion it looks like it's like my body should never move like that that's, that's not, not normal it's a devil <laughs> that machine's a devil mm-hmm. oh man it's it's, it's cursed everyone that gets on that moves the wrong way oh man i like yeah. the i like the gym talk so we're um we're in now we're in change in I think that um we like touch space on a lot of like the motivation a lot of like you know like the keep you going and just based on on some of the some of the subjects that we touched because you were talking earlier about um the calorie deficit and like eat the vegetables I think that we we can have um and if you're up for it because obviously this is your time that that I'm taking up, but if you're up for it and we can have like a, like a nutrition conversation for an, in like in another episode, and you can kind of like, tell us like what you've tried and what's worked for you and how, cause I know that another thing, um, it like eating to me, like eating healthy gets boring. Yeah. So like, what do you throw in it? What have you, what kind of spices have you, you know, <laughs> with and work with? Yeah. And I think oh, yeah, I'd be down for that. It is. It, I think it is a whole other conversation. And, and obviously yeah. not dismissing because I feel like your, your journey wasn't just the weight loss. You've gone so far from the weight that you lost to like your fucking beefy as shit. And I, <laughs> that like we, yeah. And I think that, that like, it's a different um, part of the journey that like we need to like, you know, your kind of protein you're taking, what kind of, how often, um, uh, how much water you drink, like, like a lot of, a lot of things like that. And I think that um, if you're up for it, we can have a whole segment on, on that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I mean, obviously I do have a lot to say um, and I do want to get like some correct information out there, some actual real life experience. Mm -hmm. And I just want to reiterate that whatever I say, whatever I recommend, it's never going to be because I'm trying to sell you something. 
And that's, so, that's an important thing. If someone's telling you that you can only achieve your goal by doing this, mm -hmm. how much does it cost? How much are they charging you for their advice or their product or whatever the fuck? Let's be, be real. Very, be very skeptical, especially and, online. And since, you know, since we're, we're, we're on here and it's like, obviously I don't have like a super wide, um, you know, platform, but I yes. think that, um, <laughs> I think that we've, I've mentioned this to you before. And I think that like, I'm not going to get tired of telling you until like, I see you do something. I think that you should do either, um, a podcast or a blog or a whole, account on like social media whether it's on instagram or like a tiktok where you're giving advice and you're telling people your story because it, it's it's impactful for people like me that have tried things and then failed and then to see and to hear you and to hear like um and i know that you know there's pages like this because well it freaked me out it was just a car <laughs> because i think that we follow like like I follow people who I'm like, well, what are they doing today? You know, fitness wise, you know, and I think that you can yeah. be that person. I think that you should, no, I'm not saying like, like monetize it necessarily, but I think that there is, you have things to share and you need, you should share that. You need that, create that platform and uh, do it. Yeah. I never really gave it serious thought, but maybe I do have some shit to say. Like this conversation has taken longer than I expected. And you, we didn't and even, like, we, it was like un grano de sal, you mm. know, it, it wasn't. You're, you're, you're right. Um, I'll think about that as far as what platform I want to use. Mm -hmm. I think, and I'm not saying, thing. you know, like do it tomorrow, but I think that it is, you should give a serious thought. And I think that you'll have people um people want to hear you people want to hear you people want to know what you do and like it's and it'll also give you a lot of motivation to go fucking hard and you know get to these goals that you have and I know you have because oh, like yeah. no I do and I think I think that it'll, it's a it's a good it'll be a good thing for you and it'll be a better thing for people to know no you're right that'll so. be so cool okay I'm gonna start thinking about that seriously um specifically specifically oh can't talk about getting free information out there free mm -hmm. accurate information out there to let people trust that i'm not trying to make money off of this yeah um because a lot of people are profiting off misinformation right now taking advantage of people's desperation yeah um so yeah like no like that i'm actually pretty inspired right now to get um to put some serious thought into him some real effort into some kind of platform like yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I think, I think, I think you should. And yeah. Woo. All right. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So um, with that said, I think that we'll wrap this one up and then hopefully Anna can come back on. Um, she has like, Thanks, Anna. yeah, <laughs> um, we can have her on and then we can all have more conversations about um, um, uh nutrition nutrition about nutrition i think that just different ends of the spectrum yeah yeah so that'd be cool to hear her story too yeah 
Yeah, I think she has a she has like we all have a lot to say. We all have like we all want to talk about you know yeah through and I think we talk about ourselves for sure. Once, initially, we were kind of hesitant, but once you get us going, it's like yeah, I have shit. I've been through shit. Let me tell you. And then if it works for someone, so they don't go through this, make the same mistakes, then fuck yeah, you you did something good. Yep, I agree. All right, Yay, well thank you, cool. thank you for your time, and we'll schedule something and um, go take my mom to buy Tonys. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Tony shopping. Thank you for having me. This is cool. Alrighty, I'm gonna stop recording.